Every once in a while, we may have a thought come across our mind that goes something like this. Have I truly lived my life to its full potential? Sometimes this thought comes to mind maybe after a close colleague, a friend, even a family member dies suddenly. Maybe it comes to mind if you're near a near-death experience, maybe a shocking part in our life that causes this thought to come up, or sometimes it just comes up naturally. Have I truly lived my life to its fullest? Has it brought fulfillment for what I'm longing for? When we start going down this thought, what we're going to realize is there's certain things that are important in our life, and certain things that are this trivial, really don't matter. Does it matter if the Vikings win tomorrow or not? Not really. Does your relationship with your children matter? Yes. Which one should we value more? Today we have an interesting parable. It's an interesting parable because it comes right after the parable of the prodigal son. And the parable, of course, of the the lost sheep and the lost coin. This is in Luke chapter 15. Now we're in Luke chapter 16. But it continues this story, this theme of God's mercy. And how God is merciful. And so we're introduced in this parable with what? This rich man who has a steward who is doing what? Squandering his property. Now we could put this in context. Who is that rich person? That rich person is, is God. And what is a steward doing? Well, not necessarily uh, wasting God's property, but the gifts that God has given him. And so he calls him. He calls him in and he asks for him, please prepare a full account of your stewardship because you can no longer be my steward. Now in real life here, there's not even an account of your stewardship. In real life, what this person would have done is this steward would be cast into hell. Let me rephrase that, cast into jail. The parable would say, be cast into the fiery Gehenna, where there is wailing and grinding of teeth. But in this parable, it doesn't happen that way. The rich man says, give me your account. So we can even say, what does this look like? This almost looks like the final judgment that God is going to have for us. And so the steward goes and does what? He goes and talks to himself, which we're probably all good at sometimes, right? When we start to maybe talk to ourselves, he even says to himself, says, the steward said to himself, what shall I do? He turns inward, looking now at his life. I'm not strong enough to dig, and I'm ashamed to beg. So what does he do? He goes and shows mercy, forgiveness to those who owe his master these promissory notes. He wants to get, we can say in one sense, he wants to get good with them, become friends with them so they won't cast him out. But he's also showing mercy. And in doing so, his master, the rich man, sees that he has acted prudently. And so all of a sudden this parable doesn't end with and he is cast into the fire of Gehenna, but instead it replies, the master commanded, 
that dishonest steward for acting prudently. You know, God is full of mercy, is full of love, and he's full of grace. In this parable, he's the rich man, and we are his stewards. See, when Christ came down 2,000 years ago, it would have made sense for him to say, nope, you're all done. You've squandered everything I've given you. But what does he do? He sees that we are poor. He sees that we have squandered, but he also sees that he has created us in his image and in his likeness. And so he says, I'm going to give you another chance. And not just 2,000 years ago, by the way. But he gives each and every one of us this another chance over and over and over again. He says, I'm going to give you this, this, this mercy. I'm going to give you this love. And we go back to that question. A question of are we living our life to its fullest or not? And if the answer is no, what are we going to do to change it? What concrete things can we do to say, okay, from now on, I'm truly going to live in a way that glorifies the Lord. But in order for this to happen, we must be like the steward. We must turn inward. And in turning inward, we're going to see that's actually where God is. St. Augustine speaks this when he says in, the, in, the, in his book, Confessions, which you can just highlight the whole book for quotes, right? But he says this. You were within me, but I was outside. And it was there that I searched for you. What are we searching for? Who are we searching for? We continue this parable, this last line, which is so true. You cannot serve both God and mammon. If we're only living for this world, we're not going to have the fulfillment that we're longing for. And so we must take stock. We must take an account of what does our life look like and what do we want it to look like. And then to know that God is there to help. And God's not going to look at you. And he's not going to say, I can't believe you wasted all that time. Instead, what is he going to say? You once were lost, and now you have been found. He's going to embrace you like he embraced the prodigal son. He's going to welcome you into his, his arms, into his love, into his grace. When we turn in and truly take an account of our life and ask that question, what master am I, ser am I serving? Knowing that our desire should be God, our desire is God, and then asking him for that help. And when we do, we turn inward and find God, we'll have everything that we're longing for.